do the intro to the mini bump? Did well, welcome. It's mini bump time and uh, something rhyming with esoteric, esoteric, pescateric, a pescateric podcast. I don't even know how it went. I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Let me, let, okay. Let okay. me work this out. Yeah, take as much time as you want, Daniel. I'm not editing this one. It's Joe. <laughs> Why well, I, I might have to pick up Holly in the next 45 minutes. So let's get this on a healthy clip, you sons of bitches. Welcome to, and that's, you're going to have to edit that out, Joe, because it was real. It's too soon. That's yeah. right. It's too soon. But that's for you. Time for mini bump baroni. I am Danielle. I have a PhD. My name is JoJo, and I have a PhD. Welcome to Geese Bumps Mini Bump. God damn it. We discuss Rude. the esoteric? Pescateric. Pescateric. I forgot the intro. Where, the, My name's where we discuss R.L. Stein Kingdom of Miscellanea, which is a good <laughs> quest in RuneScape. Now, <laughs> this was supposed to come out on all hollows eve okay joe this was, was joe was hype the sh- hey, hey, hey 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 this hey, was whoa, supposed hey, to come whoa, out on hey, halloween whoa 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 <laughs> whoa this was supposed to come out on halloween because geese bubs has not missed a good time to talk about spooky stuff on halloween that's what we do we love spooky stuff yeah but we're a love union-based podcast so we didn't get the, we didn't podcast. get the, the confirmation in time aka 24 hours before somebody <laughs> wanted it to post. I told you on Thursday of last week. Well, Joe, it should make you happy to know that I felt absolutely miserable on Halloween. So yeah, I, I hope it makes hey, you know what? Good. You know what? I hope I d- good, yeah, guys, I do. Thank you for letting me know. Now, <laughs> here at uh, Geese Bumps Local 415. <laughs> I don't know why it's said it like with, that. Uh, Stonemasons of podcasters. Knights <laughs> of Columbus and also Goosebumps books. We, um, <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about Goosebumps and R.L. Stein Media. Do we? It, it is a thing that we we are um, quite skillful at. Expert. Yes. And I will say that um, the what we were going to talk about on this episode that I, that I had agreed, not agreed, forced us to do. Yep. Uh, was something that had happened in the world of podcasts. And originally, this episode was going to be titled, Jesse Thorne Stole Food from My Children's Mouths. <laughs> that I could believe. Jesse Thorne is ruthless. Jesse Thorne on the hit Maximum Fun podcast, Bullseye, mm-hmm. Bullseye as I call it, mm-hmm. uh, interviewed one jovial Bob Stein. <gasps> Jesse the Thorne? And R. My favorite WWE wrestler, Jesse the Thorne. My other favorite WWE wrestler, R. the L. Stein. That's right. I will say, and I, okay. (laughs) So. Can I I just offer, like, I've seen, like, eh, one full R. L. Stein interview and, like, bits and pieces of others. And I don't know if his, I don't, I don't know if he's capable of expression, either physical or or vocal like i've never seen him express anything i cannot overemphasize the fever dream <laughs> that was this. there was shit okay so so just to be clear danielle and i have not seen this yes we interview. have not we have no, we have no. not heard it and that's not, and honestly I swear to God, this isn't even what we're going to be talking about, but I need to bring it up because we have to start things where they start. Okay, so R.L. Stein in this interview said some of the most fucking buck wild shit 
I've ever heard in my entire life. He so, said, and I quote, it's hard for me to write stories now because I've written every story. To which I would say, yeah, probably. I mean, At this sir, point, yes. It depends on how you define story. He had a job. He says he had a job where his job was he would he would he answered an, an ad in the Sunday New York Times to go to a woman's house to write fake interviews for celebrities. Uh, like a magazine that or for was her own his benefit for, for, like... for four different magazines. Oh. The, he also wrote for a soda pop. Oh yeah. A trade magazine. Soda pop monthly and he was competing <laughs> with beverage quarterly and oh, like this was shit that he my. said as a grown adult to other grown adult Jesse Thorne. Why and didn't he... they call it Cola Quarterly? J Jeff, I don't I don't know. That's we don't do alliteration in the pop business. <laughs> he wrote, he has, is what he said. Yes. He also wrote uh bazooka joke uh, comics. You know, we, we kind of, we, some of this stuff we've, we've mentioned. Yeah, he before. has, but, but I, I have to point it out because it's one of those things where when you hear jovial Bob talk about his own life and the things he's done, it actually doesn't sound like he can be truthful because it's the kind of shit you, he would make up. Yes. And, but he delivers it all with like no affect. Well, he's, no, he's very much when he tells you stories, he is sort of like, the white bread sober version of Hunter S. Thompson. You're just like, oh yeah, no shit. Even, I don't yeah. know if what you're He's saying amazing. is true. And and some of the stuff he said was like, from our position, unintentionally hilarious. Like he was like, the Goosebumps movies, they didn't have to be good. I had zero involvement <laughs> and they were good. And it's like, <laughs> I wonder if that's a coincidence. What? And then there was another, like Jesse Thorne was like, you've written so many stories how is it that you're, you know, you, you don't like end up repeating yourself. And he was just like, I have a bunch of editors. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Like and, I, have, I have a good editing team and, and that remembers does, better than me. Does repeat himself. What are you talking Quite about? Quite often. Yeah. Very frequently. I'm not going to just like go over like everything that was talking about in this interview, but it, it's a very good interview. Mm -hmm. And it's good in the sense of like, you could tell that Jesse Thorne, did not know what he had gotten himself. <laughs> I remember the mistake that he had made. I remember when Danielle had wa had listened to or watched an interview with mm -hmm. RL, and it was with like some younger people. I mm -hmm. think it was like some college level and some writers. It was, and a, it was a panel. It was a writing writing yeah. panel. I, I'm not saying this is this is in his heart because we've we've talked about before how like he pumps these goosebumps books out like. Like it's Madden, you know, it's just yep. like, it's well, year. this is, this is the thing. Right. And I actually think like we, we kind of goof about it, but his ability to do this is impressive. It is wild. He is a corporation is what he yes. is. He, he, yeah. He's, himself. he's literally a machine. But when, himself. But, but when, when Danielle was of sp spooky horror <laughs> and ghosts Dan and skeletons, when Danielle was explaining some of the things he said, it was almost kind of disheartening at the time. It is. He's very, was he was very just like, Oh yeah, it was super easy. I didn't even try. <laughs> they're like how do you become like a really well-known author who's just like i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> just like well that I don't care. that was one of the that yeah i mean obviously that's one of the themes that he, he you can come away with from the interview is he's he just he worked a lot all he cared about was humor and all he wanted to make was a humor match that's right yeah. that's right and and by the time he had started writing goosebumps he had achieved that goosebumps he was doing because like you know he didn't give a shit anymore exactly because what the fuck why not and, and so he became and then he became the stephen king for kids which yes. is great he pioneered ya Lucy. but one of the things that i thought was fascinating and the, and also the reason why this episode is not titled jesse thorne stole food from my children <laughs> is in this interview he mentioned that his children 
And now his grandchildren oh, yes. refuse to read his work. Like his new work or his, any of his work? Yeah. Any of his work, almost as like a fuck you, dad. Oh, wow. does he not give them money? What is he doing? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's one of those things where it's like everyone likes it, but it's your dad. So you think it's lame. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and in fairness, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're right. You, you're a writer. Uh, do football. But also like, because I imagine, because we're like, man, it'd be nerd. Rad to, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be rad to have Arl Stein as like your dad. I'm just like, but all of his humor is like, yeah, dad, corny. You gotta, you gotta understand. Stuff. Yes. That's the thing to remember. Like we all think it's great to have Arl Stein as our dad, but <laughs> he's got, there are dad jokes that cringe when they hear yes. him yeah. say them. The the platonic concept of a joke in the mental plane cringes because of jo- jovial Bob Stein's intonations and words and phrasing. The reason why I bring up that Arl Stein's kids do not care for his work is because in the interview he mentioned that he has a new collection of short stories coming out. They uh-huh. came one came out in August. Okay. There's another one coming out this summer. And I believe there's going to be a third in the series, and it's a collection of ten short stories. Right? How short are we talking? Yeah, um, about fifteen pages a piece. Oh okay. shit! So we're not talking like a, we're not talking like a, a Android's Dream of Electric Sheep link. No, 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 no. But but here's the thing I I want to emphasize here. They are like good stories, and that's story? the part that what? shocked me the most. The fuck, did you say these are like good? Little scary stories. Okay. That like, it's almost like he wanted to do a scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay. Wow. Okay. Did he finally learn the benefit of brevity? Well, I you know what, Danielle? I think the thing we gotta remember is he always he always had it in him. He did. Uh, but but it's like, you know, the do you man go made for... him make books from it. He just wanted yes. to make haikus. That's right. If you wanna do you wanna go for height or do you wanna go for distance? And schola- and Big Papa Scholastic mm-hmm. with its gold ring and chompy cigar said mm-hmm. distance. And that's yep. what R.L. Stein did. But because I honestly like the concepts for a lot of his stories are good. Yes. Yeah. But that's the thing is like I, I think we've said he starts with the concept and then he has to wrap 30 <laughs> chapters around the concept. And, and he's not now, interested in that. Now, before we get into some of the I'm going to talk about some of the stories. I'm going to talk about one in a lot of depth. But but. The name of the collection, can you guess what it is? And don't cheat. You said what it was and I forgot. So wait, 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 wait. So, uh, so now you can guess again. Uh, Danielle. Oh, I remember. Guess. I remember what it was. I'm well, then Jeff, don't guess if you remembered it. It's up to Danielle. And stories to bump well, your can, goose. Can I, can I say it once Danielle makes her guess? Danielle, I will give you a clue. Okay. It is a pun. Uh, and when I say the pun, you're going to actually tell me to fuck off. I want to say it Zoom call. before you say it, Joe. If I get it right, Magic Story Hour at Reading no. Rainbow. I no, oh, Reading Rainbow would be amazing. <laughs> that would be great. I think I know what it is. What is it? Is it R.L. Stein Tinglers? Yes. Yeah. No, it is not. It is not. No. This is no. R.L. Stein's Stein Tingler. So wait, he did Stein twice? Oh my God. Yes. No <laughs> editor would allow this. They couldn't remember if he had done it before, so they all had to. <laughs> God, Stein Tingler, the worst. new stories from the master of scary tales. Ugh. I am almost curious if, if really, I, I'm sure that they've tested this. Like, does the name recognition in his works hurt or help him in some markets? Like, 
Like for I think I think at this point, I think okay. Because younger Goosebumps. kids aren't reading all Goosebumps does. Well, they wouldn't know that necessarily, but Goosebumps kids know. Yeah. Right. Goosebumps kids. So everyone who's like in their 30s and 40s. Yeah, people who should be reading Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, but this is the speed we have. <laughs> this you is know, where we're at. We, we've talked about yep. this. Like, yep. this is all we can I've got two hours a week of, of energy to read a book, and that That's is right. all I can give to all right? time. And even that is hard. Yeah. Now, there are, there are, there are 10 stories. I've read about three of them. Okay. Because they're actually kind of spooky. So the book's really? out. Did it spook you? Yeah, it did. <gasps> Do they have funny names, first well, of all? Um, no, they don't, actually. Oh. One is called How to Change Your Life. That one is, like, the one I had to stop reading because it was too fucked up oh, for me. Yeah. Okay. Are um, they for adults or is it for... E- it they're for kids. Okay. What? For kids. It's yeah, for these kids? Are, these are written for Goosebumps kids. Wow. The kids of people who read Goosebumps would read these. Dude, you know what the pitch was for this book? It was like, R.L. Stein for the TikTok generation. <laughs> Danielle, the thing that you just said. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right off the bat, I'm going to say you owe it to yourself. If you like Goosebumps books, if you like R.L. Stein, go get this. It's good. It's a good collection of little short stories. You can get through one and on your break. Your your kids, if you want to scare them before they go to bed, get this. And they, I mean, it's very good. This is probably the only time we will actually favorably endorse an RL. Stein. That's not true, Danielle. We favorably endorse lots of RL Stein stuff. That's where our podcast. But like, now. I think we fa- we favorably endorse a lot of them as like, hey, do you want to go on this carnival ride in a parking lot? It is. <laughs> An interesting experience. <laughs> you might not actually get scared. There are going to be thrills and chills, but not the type you're not what you're expecting. Not what you want. So the the one I had to stop because it was causing a kind of existential dread <laughs> is is how to change your life. Now the story is about um, as always twelve year old twelve year old boy naturally. His name is Monroe. <laughs> oh, okay. dokie. Okay, is he a detective of some sort? No further question. No, he's just a he's just a young boy. He's gets he gets picked on and people make fun of him. Sorry, and then scary. He, Do they beat the no, shit out of him? With they vaccine? don't beat the shit out of him. Actually, there's kind of a not too much violence. Wow. What happens though? He doesn't like it. He's getting so picked on, which makes sense. He's yeah. No one. No one. He really goes to that. the. He goes to the library. Uh-oh. This is already unrealistic Dangerous. for 2022. Yeah, this now, is already, hang on, hang on. already over the heads of the TikTok generation. Hang on. He, he, well, he went in there. To, to escape the bullies as well. Exactly. Well, no, he went in there because he kind of needed to just like be by himself for a little while because he was kind of disappointed about how his life was going. It's like, a little bit like a little. Is, this, is, this is quote. I always take a book or two to the beach. He, he was at the beach previously. He was getting picked on. I always take a book or two to the beach. That way I have something to do when I don't want to talk to Fiona and Devin anymore. His friends. I, like to read. <laughs> I can relate to this kid. I like, I like to read books about other people's lives. Guess what? Because mine so sucks. Does his sucks? That's right, Danielle. Even and though he has two friends them, that he's ignoring, he's got two. Well, got they two pick on him friends. and make fun of him and give him a sunburn. It sucks for him. Wow, his friends are um, not good. And in fact, um, the librarian's like, "What's wrong with your friends?" And he goes, "I hate them." And her <laughs> mouth dropped open in surprise, like your guys's. And she goes, "Oh wow, I love it." And he walked down the narrow library, some shelves, and then he finds a book, and the book is titled "Welcome to My Life." Okay. I'm this next sentence is about to come out of my mouth. Oh, I can't. Your ears. Wait. But it was penned by the skeletal hands of R.L. Stein. 
It's an Arl Stein within an The book was called Welcome to My Life. It was by Devra Carter. I turned it over to read the back cover. It said Devra Carter is 16 and has 3 million followers on TikTok. God damn it. It's a turbumpin. Wait, a book about a TikToker? This is weird. A biography self-help book by a TikTok influencer? This hits us where we live. I did, cannot believe someone <laughs> explained TikTok to R.L. Did, did, it's TikTok. No, it's not they, some other they, weird no, thing, right? T- no, they do not explain it, Danielle. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, we're just R.L. R.L. Stein doesn't have to. Okay, so this he is just some SEO no, like, shit. He gets it. The kids get it. It's fine. Now- if it was the 80s, 3 million followers. On Star Search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah some shit like that. <laughs> if we could do time travel back. She's 16. She's published her life story. It's a pretty short book. Yeah, pretty reads, short at that point. Yep. It, and it has a magic spell in it Uh-oh. that Whoa, shit. turns him. Is it going to be popular on the internet? No, it basically turns him into like... Look, you got to say it. What's, the, what's the name of that K-pop group? Uh, uh, BTS? BTS? Yeah, it basically turns him to a member of BTS. Like, he's super famous. He's like a boy bandy type of kid. He's, he's yes. like a Justin Bieber. Well, he's in movies sorta. too. He And he hates his life even more. Oh, well, no, because fame and money, it's once, not the thing. Once you yeah. get mom's the things that you thought you enough. desired. Yeah. And yep. you find out. Is this R.L. Stein's cry for help? Yep, this is him <laughs> being like, please, someone. Now, now, the, now, this, now, one thing I will say is the story does have an ending that we have experienced before. It was a dog's dream. Failure. It was a dog's dream, yes. Damn it. Wait, was it? That would be great. It yeah, it was. What? No. Put him inside of a yeah. dog. Hey, hey, I guys, guys. It was a dog's dream. I don't know what to tell you. What? It was a, it, it was a dog's dream. This whole thing that you're serious. The end of the story is it was a dog's dream. Yeah. When are now, we going to get a cat's dream? Do cats dream of electric mice? Now, yeah, a mouse on my desk. They always try to knock Now, there was another story in here that's just called Skin. Uh oh. I don't like this. This is that's like a that's like an A twenty four movie title. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And actually, it has that sort of a rhythm to it. Really? Because it's about a guy and his skin comes off. Ew. Like all of it once or just just falls off? Yeah. Like like um Okay. It's kind of like swell razor. What's that? So so I'm not gonna kind of get into the, the like the whole plot of this, but the basic premise is there's this kid. He's playing and he goes like, oh no, my hand, it slipped, the ball sailed. Like he missed the big shot, you know? Uh, and then he went He went to the locker room. He was like, ah, oh, fuck. The Dodgers how lost the, ball, the World Series. It was his yeah. fault. It was his fault. Yep. He's, like, he's like, how did the ball slip like that? I raised my shooting hand to examine it. Oh God. Already off to about Ew. Whoa. And then, and then, hey, here we go. Whoa. Weird. My skin's the gone. skin feels loose. Ew. I don't like I, that. I move it around with my uh, other hand. Nope. The skin on my fingers feels loose like it doesn't fit my hand anymore. Oh, God, this is giving you me know like what, legit body it, horror. You know what this oh, reminds me and, of a little and that's, bit? Danielle, that is page two. This is, you, yeah, know, you know what this on. is kind of feeling like, what you're reading so far, is I haven't read them, but I've uh, weirdly have watched a lot of game theory that talks about them, <laughs> is the Five Nights at Freddy's books. Oh, is there oh, a lot yeah. of skin coming off? There's a lot of weird body horror stuff, because they're four kids, but And they like, get shoved into animatronic. Well, the, those books are like the the universe of it, so it's not just like oh, the animatronic. Oh, it's not just that setting. Gotcha. 
He took a long hot shower. Oh, that's not good for no, 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 no. Don't worry. Hey, guys. Nope. We're going to get through this together. No. Afterward, he grabbed a bath towel from the racks, started to dry himself. Whoa, I uttered a cry as the towel slipped from my hands. But as I made a grab for the towel, I saw something was wrong. Guys, what was wrong? There was skin on it? No, not quite, Danielle. The skin wasn't on the towel. It was on his hands, but it was loose and dangling off his fingers. It was like the skin didn't fit him anymore. And he didn't. Danielle, he didn't know how long he just stood there, dripping wet, hands raised in front of him, staring at <laughs> flopping loose skin. That's why he has to jump in the dryer because, you know, it'll Yeah, shrink. just shrink that it'll shit shrink back up. Yeah. Easy. And then, and then he goes, Dad, there's something wrong with me. My skin's coming off. My hands, something's terribly wrong. And to my surprise, he didn't react at all. He leaned forward in his armchair, reached his ears, and he was like, did you say something? And then he's like, I, uh, and then I tugged at my fingers to no. show him the problem no. and the skin stayed in place. Oh. This is a fucked up story. Oh guys. shit. This is a, this is a fucking, oh man, this the, is, this the, is, this the, is a veiled <laughs> version of my life. No, this is one of those R.L. Stein superhero takes on horror where he's become Captain Foreskin. <laughs> <sighs> this story is, is Wait, yeah, oh, what's his dear. dick? Did he inspect his penis? He did not what's inspect the state of his he, penis. See, this is what I'm saying. Is he circumcised we or know, not? No, if he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't, if he wasn't now. So this is the thing, right? Like, like <laughs> you wanna read this. It's fucked up. So wait, is he in pain or is it just sort of like a not that's weird. the most distressing part is he never expressed the character never expresses that they're in pain, just their skin's full. And it's creepy. I mean, really, it's just like I've been thinking about it. It's like, creepy. It's a well-written story. What's the do they have like do they have just sort of like stopping points and not, not is it like a developed ending for it's them? a whole no 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 what i'm saying is each one of these is a self-contained there's a whole story here okay so it's not like it's like a a there's because you get those horror story books where it is sort of like the creep happens and then there's not really a a satisfying ending to it you know because it's so short they just wanted to present like the here's a spook oh no and it was fingers yeah oh no it was a ghost no 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 these how long it was fingers the ghost it was fingers the ghost hate that guy yeah that's a bim bam joke. Give them credit where credit's due. Now, though they they have endings, but the one that I want to talk about in more detail, just a little bit, yeah, is the story called Hooters Bugs. Okay, Wieners. It's called Wieners. Wieners. Oh, it's Wieners and bugs. bugs. These kind of sound bugs like in you know, Wieners. You know what I can imagine is if this was like like an Adventure Time esque show where it's like you have the title card and it's all like oh don't don't give <laughs> Nicktoons ideas drawn up of like R.L. Stein's little twelve minute long like horror stories and you've got like ah damn yeah like SpongeBob or any so, of those ones yeah. so the story is called Bugs. Now the reason I want to bring it up is because in the interview, R.L. Stein said he told this story to his grandchild. Oh, fuck. Who said, quote, that was confusing. <laughs> and how, his, do we know the age? I mean, he's, he's, he's uh, like 88. Goosebumps age. So, goosebumps mean, age. So he, the, so, it's like so a 10 year old that he's, and he, and he confused the fuck out of a 10 year old. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to kind of go through this one in, in a little bit more, um, goose, geese detail because okay. I think it's worthwhile. Cause I actually think it's good. Starts off, Little kid, obviously. His name, name is uh, Alvy. Alvy. Yeah. Again, he's like he just he doesn't give a fuck with the names anymore. No, he- terrified 
of bugs. Yeah. Kill it, kill it, I screamed. Dad looked up from the iPad on his lap. What, David? What? David laughed. Kill it, please. I jumped off the couch and staggered back, stumbling over the shag rag. <laughs> All right. Okay. My brother okay. David. Weird detail. My brother is a shag rag. My brother David had the usual grin on his face. Alvy, what is it? A flea? No, bigger. And David laughed again. A fly? <laughs> Another F word. Da- uh, his dad was like, I'll open all the front windows. Maybe it'll fly out. And then uh, Alvy said, no, kill it. It's attacking me. I slapped my back of my hand forth trying to brush it away. This is Danielle um, whenever there's yes. a bug near her. Yes. And then yes. David, uh, David, the brother says, you can't kill it. I hid the fly swatter. The dad's like, you're an asshole. I mean, a joke's a, I mean, a joke is a joke, but yeah, you could, you could kill a fly. You without could improvise a fly, a fly swatter right. pretty. So. So uh, the the um, Dave leans over the back of the couch, swats at it, and he's like, "I got it." And then Alvy's like, "No, you didn't. You just swatted the couch. The fly wasn't there." And Dave's like, "No, I killed it. It's uh, dead." Oh. And then he goes, "But if it's killed, where is it?" This this scene lasts a while, guys. Wow, there's show me the body. Great- show me the body. Show yeah. me the body. What's in the show- box? What's I in the pro- box? I need proof of bug life. Yeah, I need right. proof of a bug's life. Bring show me, me that. Show me that. Uh, show me that really tough lady bug. He's, yeah, he sends talk a, like Jerry Seinfeld or No Deal. He, he sends him a picture. He sends Alfie a picture of the bug, and it says it's like waving, but like it has an American flag pinned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this kid is like, he has a phobia. Doesn't matter what bug it is. It's bugs. It's bugs. Terrifying. They're creepy. Yeah. Um, the mom says, "Uh, we're going to have to." deal with this problem you have. And then he's like, I don't have a problem. I just bugs don't like problem. bugs. Yeah. That night, he goes to his room. He hears a squeaky sound. That's not but a what's this? Squeaky bug? It's not, it's not a bug. It was his hamster. Oh. Right? Okay. What's his hamster's name? Oh, wait. Okay. This Dolly. Okay, so Dolly, is it a boy hamster or a girl hamster? Or, uh, or is the name non, is a name non-gendered? Non, non-gendered. Okay. Um, it's a hamster. Uh, I want to say, say squeakers. Hammy is close. Oh, is it Hamtaro? No. Oh, that would have been good. It would have been a good pull. Burger? Uh, no. Uh, Hambone. Chop. Ham chop. Maybe it's farther away than I, than I would have given. <laughs> yeah, you kind of the, hamsters, the hamster's name is Happy. Okay, oh, it starts with an H. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And as the same number of letters, he just had to switch out one consonant. Sure. But I guess it was still too much. <laughs> he, he was excited that his, his hamster was doing good, but oh no. Uh-oh. Rup, There's a spider on the pillow. Oh, oh no. I've I've oh, had this dream. Oh no. Oh no. This is what Daniel wakes up screaming every night and then flings herself off the bed over. Yep. He grabs his throat. It aches from screaming. Oh, but boy. as it turns out, it was a rubber spider. Oh, that that brother of wow, his. Wow, his brother is a real piece of work. And then he says, This looks very real. And then his brother's like, It's bigger than a lemon. How can it be real? That's fair. No one uses lemons for comparison. I mean, unless you're talking about boobs. I don't know. Do guys still? I don't know that I would. I wouldn't compare. I do compare all boobs I see to lemons. This is true. I say that's a three lemons. How many lemons does she have? That's a big three lemon. That's a. You're making me wish I had three country times. I want to make me some lemonade. (laughs) I'm thirsty. Did we throw this, you off? Okay, no, 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 no. I, I was thinking about titties, but no. Um, here's, shut up, Jeff. Okay, Geese Pope Scholars. We have this child, terrified of bugs, phobia level, mm. 
Where are we going next? Okay, he is either one going to shrink down to the size of a bug or he is going to wake up and it's going to be some sort of metamorphosis situation where he's turned into a big bug or his family is. So no, what I what I, not the conclusion, Jeff. Oh. What's the next thing that happens? Oh, just the next little the next, step. The next yeah, bug the next scare. Little, I mean, he's got to get back nut. at his brother, right? I mean, fuck this guy. Um, I think what's going to happen is that like the, one of the parents is kind of going to goof on him as well. Which Something think- bad's going to happen to Hammy. <gasps> oh, no. This is how I ended up in Dr. Hirsch's office. It's gonna oh, be a psych. <laughs> All come right. In and, come in Kill and sit down, family. Okay. Alvy. She motioned to a small armchair. Dr. Hirsch was younger than I had imagined, younger than my parents. She spoke in soft, whispery voice and had a nice smile. <laughs> she right. had she she was packing four lemons in her Four lemons she in that lemons shirt. For days, just a lemon orchard right there. His parents took him to a child psychiatrist because he's too scared of bugs. That's that's, that's extreme. Not a thing. Okay, now now you say it's extreme. Um, how how scared is it? Is how scared is? I mean, I guess so. He, fre- he like like I I, I think I want to emphasize like he freaks out at every every okay. bug he sees. Okay, okay so to, a, to an unreasonable, to an not annoying a, dude. Okay, are they a well-to-do family in modern times? Because then Clearly. yes. Clearly. Yes. Okay, so yes. yes, they they played Beethoven for him in the womb, yep. and they're going to take yep. him to a child psychologist at twelve. Yes, it makes sense. That's right. So here's here's one of the things he says. Um, uh, he was at a picnic at the at the park. His mom and dad and big brother Dave and some other people, and they were cousins. He was really little, and the doctor's like, "What happened?" And he goes, "I picked up my peanut butter sandwich. There was an ant crawling on the bread, a black ant. I remember I started to cry. I started to cry and couldn't stop. And the doctor's like, "Ants are very tiny." <laughs> Why are you so afraid of... Were you ever stung by a bee? And he was like, no. But when you said that, it made my stomach hurt. And, and she was like, well, how about mosquito bites? you ever get those? And he was like, no. You've goes, never been hurt by a bug. Yeah. You've not been goes, assaulted by a bug at some point. Never. Goes, Al- Alvi, do you... Um, do, do kids know about your fear of bugs? They make fun of you. And he goes, my brother makes fun of me. And she goes... Well, you and I know it isn't a joke. Do other kids make fun of you? And he goes, I was in class one day at the beginning of the school year and I felt a bug crawling up my leg. And he was like, and she's like, what'd you do? And he was like, well, I saw it was a ladybug. And he <laughs> You're screamed. Like a boner. <laughs> yeah, he, so I he got. screamed and I got. He'll turn on. And it was and ran away. <laughs> So he has a bug phobia, a bobia. Is a bobia. That is it, is a that, bug. He cannot control it. It's not like he just doesn't like them. He literally he has just, a visceral reaction. He has a up. visceral like, almost like a um, like me with new foods. Sure, you like you with new foods, like like you with talking to strangers, like you, <laughs> like like yeah. I literally talk to strangers every day. That's true. This doesn't get stranger than Danielle and I, eh? That's true. Now, That's true too. You know, he's so now he's doing therapy, working on himself, yeah. which is good. good. It's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. That's what we want. Decides to have birthday party. Okay. He decides. Who does he well, invite the, to this party? No one likes him. Friends. <laughs> the two friends. Friends and family. The and, dickheads. And for, and for the party, dad gets pinata. Oh, oh no. no. I know where this is going. Uh, oh, no. This is almost like, a, this is almost for, like from the director of uh, of The Conjuring. And fucking, <laughs> no. Bugs. Because remember, the parents think, you know, he's... You know, he's goofing. He's not the story crazy. should have been called like well, Bugiata. But wait, so like the parents think he's he's they're they're not serious about it. They but think he's overreacting. To, but they're taking him to a psych. Yeah, right. It's like but, but so 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 this is the thing, right? Like 
the parents think that he is dealing with something, but it's not the bugs that are the problem. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so like taking under... him taking him to a psychiatrist is actually the most realistic thing they're, that would happen. They're trying to yeah, like not take it to a bug psychiatrist. They're taking to a it's not the bugs. Yes. 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 Trauma. <laughs> Hi, my name's Doctor Spluck. <laughs> I specialize in ant. Therapy, but I also kind of dabble in human beings. No, Jeff, he took him to a legitimate child psychiatrist because he has a phobia of bugs and is unreasonable. All right, so birthday party. Okay, go. so he decides. Birthday party, pinata. He says, Can we look inside the pinata? Make sure say no. Don't. Of course, he gets to be the one to hit the pinata with Idiot. the bat. By the way, pinata inside a house. No, inside? Inside. inside. Don't do that shit That's inside. Not, no. Well, this family did, and you'll never guess what well, was Well, Danielle, because the bugs are outside. If he's outside, there's bugs. If he's inside, he's safe now, bugs. Now, see, Jeff, that's what I would have thought. But all the bugs he's seen so far have been inside, so. He finally realized hundreds of bugs were raining down on everyone from the hole in the pit. <sighs> okay, so this couldn't have been the brother who went to this extreme, right? Did the brother do this? Well, well, I mean, at this point, we don't know. It definitely seems like David wasn't happy because David was on his back swarmed by a blanket of bugs. Oh. Sounds bad. So yeah. it, Okay, so either it backfired or... Or it front-fired front and fired. he is really playing into the I didn't do it. That's right, yeah. He's really going for it. Method. Yes. Now, next thing that happens, the, the dad, they flee the house. They can't. <laughs> they can't. They just can't. <laughs> Do we get a spell? How big was this pinata? What kind of it's bugs big, are these? Are these like we, they just said weird black bugs that were gooey? Um, I think it was like worms. Let me see. Fat black bugs is what they say. Fat, fat insects. Black it's not clear. Bugs. I'm gonna guess cockroaches or maybe beetles. Cockroaches yeah, sounds pretty gross. As an adult, I can discern that not all bugs are are going to elicit the same response yes. from me. Like cockroaches, ew, no. Yeah. Big old beetles, love them. Whatever. You know. There is a part where David came running up to him, his shoes splashing with rainwater in the grass, and he goes, "Alvy, are you okay? Are you?" And then he stopped, and his eyes went by wide, and he reached his hand up and pulled a fat bug out of his nose. Yeah. He, he squashed it in his hand and said, what? don't freak out, Alvy. Wow. Is but you're he, a bug. Is he Oogie Boogie from the yeah, Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas? Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it, it could be. It could be. Now, the next thing that happens is dad can't get in, get a hold of the wishing well where he got the spinata. <laughs> The fucking, he can't get a hold of the five below where he got this fucking <laughs> b bug pinata. <laughs> but was, but it's, but obviously we're not done yet. Right. Of course not. We haven't reached the crescendo. No, right. they haven't did reached not, the apex of the story. Uh, Here's the twist. Here's the thing. In, in that, if this was a full Goosebumps book, in that scene, they would have, for some reason, somehow blamed Alvy for it. Yes. They would have been right. like, you did this to freak yourself out. Yeah. So what's yeah. the, was there a reaction from so, everybody? Like, well, well, they, they couldn't go back to the house. And so when they finally could go back to the house, the exterminators had like almost destroyed the place with pesticide. Like it was, everything was dead. That's not healthy. Um, he decided to go up to his room. Now this is a part that is to me fascinating. Okay. Because it's one of those things where it's one of those things where it's like, is it an oversight or not? I think it is an oversight because logically the series of events doesn't quite make sense. 
So they go back to the house. They go up the stairs. Alvy's going to go to his room. He hears the squeaking on the hamster wheel. He goes, oh, oh. No. Happy must be going for another run. But as oh, you can already have guessed from your own, no, it wasn't happy on the wheel. No. It was a it was a big butt. It was a big old butt. Well, they I my thought. I'm just like you left happy there and happy. It was, yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. Like, like, did they take the hamster out, put him back? You would you would hope that that's what would have happened. They just didn't want to see. Yeah, yeah and and I that, like because my they, logic they, they, brain. They, they would have had, yes. had where he goes upstairs and and puts the hamster back and then comes back down and then goes back up again and the hamster's no longer there. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Bonkers. But we can, but but we can step past that because again, like I said, and as we've been talking about this, there is a big bug in this hamster wheel that's running around. It just wants some exercise. Yeah. Now he a doesn't bug trying now to he, improve. He doesn't know where Happy is. He can't take a wild guess. Did the bug? Eat? Well, the bug is very big. You think? Or was I, Happy the bug the whole time? Well, now here's where things get a little bit curious, Jeff, because. He screams in terror, as is his standard just, approach to bug stuff. Bug running on when the David comes in, and David looks a little wrong. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because he has two. Getting Kafka esque. Yeah. He has two yep. antennas poking from the top of his dome. He's Jeff Goldblum. And the, and the glassy eyes of a uh, that rose above jagged insect teeth. <sighs> was it? What was that? There was a movie in the '90s where the family was bugs. Do you remember that movie? Uh, the Apple Gates? No. Is that it? I want to say it's <laughs> called The Apple Gates. Meet the Apple Gates. Never. Modeling this after an idyllic cookie cutter suburban 1950s family, a colony of insects moves from South America to the United States. What? Is it a comedy or a horror? Yeah. It's, it's a little, it's one of those weird 90s sort of like, it's funny. Like Coneheads. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> disturbing, but kind of funny, but also disturbing. It's like Coneheads, but for roaches. And it has there a 9% go. on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Really? Yeah. So he's yeah. freaked out. He thinks Dave is a bug. He stumbles to the living room. He sees mom and dad are hanging upside down from the ceiling. Oh, dear. They had sick Seems legs like-, like flies. And it's very, very scary. So now he sees bugs. Now this is now this is one of those things where people. Yes. Now Alvi is now terrified of bugs. We know that he has, at least in the logic of the story, he has a like psych not a psychotic, but like he has pretty phobia to the point of now delusion. Sure, sure. Or is he really seeing tons of bugs? It's actually not clear. Or Or is he a dog dreaming? Or is, or is he, he okay? Now we cannot rule out. Is he a dog dream? Are all of these stories say, ending with it's a dream of a dog? <laughs> no, just that one. Sure, sure. It doesn't. Listen, I swear to God, it sounds like a goof. It's not. <laughs> I, oh, I believe you a thousand percent. Now, but remember, Arl Stein, he never repeats anything. So. Now, here's the thing that fucked fucking got me because there's a twist in this. Yes. It's like in some ways. It does come out of nowhere, but in other ways, it actually makes it like, like an existential kind oh, of terror. No, no. So, so Alvi is terrified. His family cannot console him because he sees them as bugs. Yeah. And Alvi's and his dad goes, Alvi, don't you know what's happening? I'm Alvi. You're on meth. Alvi, we've been talking this, about meth a lot in our group chat. This yeah. is your brain on drugs. Yes. This is your brain on books. <laughs> they go back to the psychiatrist. And they're like, you made it worse. You put more bugs in him. 
<laughs> There's more bugs in his brain now. And then the psychiatrist goes, Alvi, you need to try to remember. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're not a real boy. Uh oh. Uh oh. But you're also not a not a dog dreaming. <laughs> you're also not a real bug. Are aren't all of us possibly the dream of a dog somewhere? Absolutely. Wait, so he's when that dream ends, boy. Jeff, that dog is like, who's a good boy who just woke up finally awake? Yeah, right. <laughs> so is he a bug? Or is he a boy? Or he's is not he a boy? Neither? He is a character in a horror movie. Oh, for fuck. Oh, fuck's boo. Boo. Oh, he goes, no. he goes no. you are not real. To which the kid goes, I am not, which is pretty wild. <laughs> You're then, right. I'm not. No, like a, like a shocked I am not. Oh. And he's go and the, 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 the psychiatrist very matter of factly is like, you're the star of, Bugs the movie. Are you fucking kidding me? You got the part because you're scared of bugs. Are you fucking kidding me? No, wait. Is this supposed to be meta? Like they're in the movie? So, so this, so this is the thing, right? And again, like we're doing goofs on it. This is actually pretty fucking weird. This is wild. Yeah, it's self-referential in a way. It's it's self-referential in an unnerving way because it's like, is he? Is this, a, I mean, like, is, could we chalk this up to like, I forgot I was a dog dreaming kind of a, a fear or is this, is this the character? Like, is the character actually who we're seeing the story about? Not the actor who forgot they were a character. This is the character full stop. This is the experience of the character. Is it possible that we're talking about schizophrenia? This sounds very... Well, well, you know what, Danielle? It could be schizophrenia in the sense of like there is, um, like there's a there's a break in how this character is experiencing the world that doesn't match the interior, right. or it could be the interior not matching the exterior. That's possible because again, again, like the story does have <laughs> weirdly enough a rather mature approach to mental health in it. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. You gotta from, take care of yourself, Mister Stein. Gotta take care of yourself. But the other thing is like. Is this story literally about the experience of a fictional character? Not not like like right. a fiction a story a fictional story about somebody. It's not a no, fictional like story about, about an actor character. in the, in the world. Than fiction kind yes. Of setup. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird. It what is, is. his response? Like, how does it? How does does he cope? To what? Yeah, does he look like at the, no, you can't look at the he, camera because you're reading. Does exactly. he come out of the book? Never look at the camera. The the last scene is he looks at the doctor. And she is a like a wasp, mm-hmm. and he just starts screaming, and that's the end of the story. And they're oh, like, wow. "This scene is fad fucking tastic, kid. You nailed it. That's very and, really sold and, it." And then it ends, and you go to the next story. Ah! It's very David Lynchian. It is. Yeah. 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 Like it's, 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 it's like the wrong kind of magical realism. <laughs> Like, it's it's like magical realism gone awry. It's like yeah. if, if magical realism existed in 2022, it would be something like yes. that. Yes. So it's like you don't know if if what we're seeing is the actor or just the character. Like exactly. Like because it's not the actor. Like oh, I'm an actor. It's like I'm the character. I'm or like oh no, know what it's like? It's like the last action hero with Arnold God. Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's like, yeah, God. you know what, Jeff? That's actually a pretty good comparison. Ah. Where it's like you're faced with the with the with the reality that you may be a fictional character. Fictional character. 
took that. Now, the, now some of the other stories in this, I hate to say it, but after like those couple, I'm like apprehensive to start reading the rest because it's almost like, you know how like a Jinji Ito story has a title yeah. and you look at the title and you're like, no, nope, not going yeah. there. Mm-mm. You're going like, to do something or, or like, um, like, like you know, there'll like, be one that's called like Glory Hole, and I'm like, uh-uh. and like nope, nope, nope. Yeah, nope, yeah. Nope. So like, the, there's a story called the Hole in the Ground, and yep, I'm like, nope. I'm not nope. doing nope. that. Nope. So everything nope. about that's bad. Yep. Yeah. Nothing good comes from that. Or there's just one the, called or the the room, or just like yeah, yeah. There, there's the one called the shoe. Exactly. No. The other story, the bad side. Not gonna look at it. The ghost in the car. That one sounds like it could be pretty fun, right? I, I doubt like it. One. Yeah. The boy who heard screams. No fucking way. These are these are. Go all ahead. just existential crises. So this is the horror that I live in my brain all the time. Well, mm-hmm. and it's it's these if you, these are the kinds of like what you've read so far are the kinds of stories about like when you hear as an adult that R.L. Stein's doing something f- like at, at a at a more older caliber. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of stuff that you kind of hope for. And interestingly enough, I think these read to us the way that we remember goosebumps yes. reading to yeah. us as kids. Yes. Yeah. And like, and it's and it's clear like, you know, like we we goof on this show of goofs, but there's and we're like RL Stein knows his way around the bone typewriter, let me tell you. <laughs> like, these are some pretty spooky <laughs> stories. It's, it's kind of nice. I'd be interested in reading it because it sounds like cause I mean you read Goosebumps and you can kind of see little parts where he enjoys it, but like obviously through a lot of what he says, like he was churning them out like yeah. a factory for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it would be nice to kind of read something that you're like, oh, this is like your this is your small independent film that yeah. you yeah, you actually is- care about you trying to be more of a writer so, and less and of a one of the things or one of the things that yes. he does yeah like he like one of the things he does for all these stories and actually like part of me doesn't know how true these are and how much this is just like him kind of reveling in the fact that everyone thinks of him as a very spooky man he's <laughs> not bob's bob stein's a goofball oh yeah and sure. actually he, that's yeah. that's where people fuck up in talking to him i think yeah but, yeah you gotta um, take, do, you gotta take a goofy angle he's a yeah. fun guy well, yeah. like you listen to him talk like he's he wants to just he doesn't like, want to talk to goof shop. and have fun he just wants to goof around um so the start of every one of these Stein tinglers <laughs> is Flappy he gives a little and Slappy <laughs> comes out and he he says hey Leslie going follow me on Instagram no he, um on every one of these he has a little anecdote oh and they're always and what the one for the boy who heard screams is uh, quote I've written a lot of stories about kids who see something terrifying or find themselves in trouble. And when they try to get help, no one believes them. They're on their own. And I think that's a very scary situation. And he goes, one day when I was walking home from middle school, I heard screams coming from an old house in the corner. No one lived there. But I definitely heard screams coming from upstairs. I went home and told my brother. He didn't believe me. I told my parents. They didn't believe me. The screams were real. No one believed me. I searched in the house and it was empty. Then I wrote this story. <laughs> okay, interesting. So he has like a lot of stuff like that, like these little like anecdotes of R.L. Stein, the person that sort of prime you. I have for an the anecdote. story you're gonna read. I have a an anecdote for bugs. What's a, what's the anecdote uh, for bugs? Anec- anecdote for bugs. It's it's seasonally relevant because you know we're getting into the the holiday season. Oh yeah, you know, get bundling up with the bugs more. Yeah, I love a bug blanket. We. 
we used to go to like a Christmas tree farm when I was a kid and, and cut down a tree and bring it home. Milk and trees. And, yeah. And, uh, and, and we would dance around it and shit. So we brought home this, this lovely tree, decorated it, had lots of little, like, I think this was like one of the first years that I like Starburst flavored candy canes came out and I was Ooh. super excited and yeah. came home from school one day and I was just, you know, just walking on up to the Christmas tree, getting a snack, grabbed a little candy cane off no, the tree. I don't like this. Where this is going. It was black because it was entirely filled with ants. Ugh. Gotta go. You still <laughs> ate it though, right? I mean. Oh, 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 I ate it. I ate the fuck out of it. It was, I mean, some of them it's got away. It's protein rich. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ultimately good for you. Yeah. But uh, like the tree was infested. All of the candy canes were ant, anti canes. <laughs> and it was. Anti canes, Danielle. Can't tea canes. And I still can't. The canned Anti canes anymore. No more. I could also tell you ones about butter turning into ants, but that's what Bakersfield's like. And then blah, 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 and everything's ants. It's true. It's Oh my god! You 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 piqued my interest. Yeah, this, uh, I, I'm I'm willing. Well, good. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song "Bad Dream" off the album "Hit and Run." It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check it out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geese Bumps is one piece of comedy content from us, Mom Hat Comedy folks. Check out our stuff at mom-hat.com. It's mommy-hat.com. Danielle, what is the next Geese Bumps we're doing? I have selected It Came from Beneath El Cinco. So if you start reading that one, then when we finally release the episode mm-hmm. in the new year, yep. then you'll be ready. Then yeah. you will be prepared. Hey, we're going to go at our own pace because you simps will keep fucking listening. <laughs> okay, now that's a little, <laughs> Jeff, that's a little that's much, a little man. much. We can't do that. We're, we're, we're not, not there. <laughs> Look, we're about to hit 10,000 downloads, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a lot of, do- so 10,000 downloads, it's 10,000 hours of, that's a lot, like, that's enough time to get good at something. That's over a year, Jeff, that's over a year of, of entertainment we've stolen from others. It's true. We've, yeah. we've taken that time and we'll never give it back. But and now we, my Dorian Gray painting is so much better. But we three have aged significantly in that period of time as well. We have. Is, the Goosebumps books have taken from us and yes. not given back. So it's you know, true. It's fair. But R.L. Stein is spry as ever. Yeah, sure is. And we thank and we thank him for this gift of of Stein Tinglers and yep. all the other spooky stuff that we get to read about yep. in his books that may or may not be the dream of a dog. <laughs> Sleep well, you dreams of dogs. But <laughs> <laughs> it's so shit. I have a PhD. Why don't tell y'all I have a PhD? My name's Jeff, and we'll see you in 2023. <laughs> Stay out of the basement. You're the dream of a dog. <laughs> Just like somebody I used to.